you expect me to talk? No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. All right, kids, here we go. Let's start with seminars. Next one up, October 15th through the 17th with a few spots left. Then December 10th through the 12th. And then February 4th through the 6th, all of those in Wichita Falls. We have a few camps on the list. We have a coaching development camp covering how to coach the squat, October 24th in Austin, Texas. And then we have another one on November 6th in Cincinnati, Ohio, both of those at Starting Strength Gyms. We have a couple self-sufficient lifter camps on the list covering the squat, press, deadlift, how to film yourself, and how to diagnose your own technique. One on November 13th, and then again on January 22nd, both of those in Wichita Falls. We have one spot left for our squat camp in Seoul, South Korea with the Seoul Brothers. And then we are adding a squat and deadlift camp to the list in Phoenix, so stay tuned for that. And finally, we have a three-lift camp in Baltimore at 5x3 Training on November 7th covering the squat, the press, and the deadlift. Starting to drink gyms recently announced two new gyms on the list, Indianapolis, Indiana, and Columbus, Ohio. We're still looking for coaches, so if you've ever thought about becoming a professional coach, head over to startingstrengthgyms.com and check out the coaching tab to figure out the process for that and see if that's something you'd be interested in. And as always, for anything that I've talked about, head over to startingstrength.com and check out the right-hand side of the homepage. From the Asgard Company Studios in beautiful Wichita Falls, Texas, from the finest mind in the modern fitness industry, the one true voice in the strength and conditioning profession, the most important podcast on the internet, ladies and gentlemen, starting Strength Radio. Welcome back to Starting Strength Radio. It's Friday. Maybe it's flyity, right? Fly day. You are an expert, right? yeah. expert fly killer. I can kill the shit out of flies. I figured out the trick a long time ago. One day we should talk about it because you have an extreme hatred for arthropods. I really have no use for the little pieces. Are flies of shit. arthropods? Or is it yes. just crawly things? No, flying flies things are arthropods. Arthropods meaning joint legged uh, joints with uh, exoskeleton, yeah. right? Yes, yes. And I hate most of them. Yeah, really do. Got no use for them. They remind me of Democrats. Yeah, same behavior. Same type of behavior. Yep, yep. Swarm on a carcass. It's interesting yeah. because you have a you have an appreciation for other an, for most other animals. Most other animals are my friends, but yep. arthropods, fuck them, are for stepping on. Yeah. Yeah, and in oh, which little the, bastards, you know, scorpions especially. <laughs> Scorpion, you got those at your house? Yeah, I'm telling. I hardly you. ever see them, but yeah, we've got them. One fell oh, off I, my shoe the other day. Fell out of your shoe? Yeah, I think I brought it in you, from outside. Well, you got to shake out your shoes. Well, I know. I got a sign. I got a reminder now to yeah. Check always your shoes. check your shoes. Shake your pants out. All right. And in Wichita Falls, we get the crickets all the time. I've never yeah. lived anywhere where you have that. Just crickets all over. Yeah, the damn crickets. Place everywhere goddamn scorpions though they're they're nasty huh oh they're fuck they hurt man never been stung oh it's not fun it's not like a wasp it hurts more than a wasp but when a wasp stings you on me anyway it lasts for a couple of weeks you know it swells up and i get a little anaphylactic reaction yeah scorpion hurts about four times worse than a wasp but it's gone in 10 15 minutes Oh, God damn, they get your attention. <laughs> I've been in a couple of compromised positions before 
I got stung on the leg yeah. while I was busy. Yeah. And we have the story recorded. Yeah, I bet you on, do. On, uh, I think you do. On Ask Rip, like the first Ask yeah. Rip we ever did. Jesus Christ. I, I never forget that. <laughs> In a compromised position. Yeah, I was... <laughs> I'm telling you, man, that wakes a fella up. It's good that it got you on. It's good that it got you on the thigh. Yeah, yeah. In fact, because that could have been worse. Could have been way worse. Yeah, buddy. Uh, yeah, I watched the video. Uh, Bree. I'll talk about this it. is before Bree's time. Yeah, I, yeah. ask you, Rip number one. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, bugs. I hate them. I really do. Uh. Even though I know they're a part of the ecosystem. Some still, of them are. Still a pain in the right. ass. I don't know if mosquitoes have any benefit to the – I don't know. At all. But, you know, if you were to figure out a way to completely eliminate mosquitoes all over the world, some horrible shit would probably right. occur. Yeah. I don't know what it'd be, but, yep. you know. I mean, yeah, I'm not advocating for trying it because yeah. unintended consequences unintended and shit. Unintended consequences. But. You and I know about that, but nobody else right. does. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> God almighty. The unintended consequences of sending everybody money from the federal government every week. Or, or uh, that you can't buy steel. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> oh, God almighty. People don't understand. How or turning that. OSHA into the enforcement arm of your bullshit yeah. administration. Or let the CDC <laughs> determine whether or not you can... Change. <laughs> Whether you can evict a tenant, right? <laughs> Let the CDC determine that. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that, is there? Mm-mm. Nope. Okay. Well, all that shit having been said, <laughs> it's now time for comments from, from the heaters. And we got some doozies this week. Yeah, buddy. We got some doozies this week. MR says, natural selection works. If stupid people don't get vaccinated, there would be less stupid people, which is a good thing. It's fine with (laughs) us. Let's try it. He better hope it works that way, huh? (laughs) (laughs) What if it's the other way? Oh, good. Uh, is it just me or Rip has a hump? That's in response to the barbell row thing. Yeah, I got a little kyphosis. Yeah, it's not a hump. It's not a hump. It's a yeah. little kyphosis. So, hey, how about you go get fucked? You're making fun of my fucking <laughs> kyphosis. It's trying to. I'm trying. Trying to make fun. All right. Uh, why is the vaccine stupid break it down for me already have dumb shit look it up how many millions of words have we published right this guy's so lazy that he can just badly type a question to the yep it's not a vaccine first off it's not a vaccine Oh, this is great. This this is I, this guy's pretending to be a hater, I think, because this is too <laughs> stupid to be 
an actual hater. Even more stupid than an actual hater. Look at this meathead pretending to be smart. Just go vegan. You become stronger, recover faster, and live on average 10 Y longer. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a... That's a devastating argument. That's a trying to be on comments from the haters yeah. comment. It's yeah, pretty I lame. I not even read that. That's, that's pretty lame. Pandering to <laughs> yeah. comments from the haters. Oh, this is great. If you were meant to drink a gallon of milk a day, you'd be born with a cow, LOL. <laughs> that's a sincere one. Yeah. For that's sure. A sincerely stupid individual. That, you know. <laughs> you'd be born with a cow? That's what it says. You'd be born with a cow, LOL. I uh, love these people. Here is uh, M.T. Space who says, Holy shit, I used to follow starting strength for the training technique videos. I guess a lot happened in the last two years, and things went south here. Suddenly, Rip is a conspiracy theorist mm. and knows medicine better than actual healthcare professionals like LVNs, right? That makes me sad. I used to respect <laughs> that guy. Yeah. Well, all, all right. right. All right. There you go. And here's along the same line. Not a moment of self-reflection or critical thought about what turds <laughs> spill out of his mouth. Just an old man telling those who disagree with him stupid so that other old men feel good about themselves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, oh, mate. And then, uh, this must have come in today. After all the heat, I guess they decided to release some cheap weightlifting content. <laughs> For the first time ever. For the first time ever. First time We've ever. Never yeah. done that before. <laughs> yeah. Some cheap. Finally, cheap weightlifting content. <laughs> uh, yeah, we were able to scrounge up a coach, Phil Meggers. Yeah. Say, hey, please, three Phil. Landing position for the snatch. Phil, please. we haven't done anything about lifting in gears. Right. Could you? I'm begging you. We're, Could we're, you come up with something? We're under some pressure Wait, here. Doesn't matter if it's cheap or expensive or yep. what. Just. Do something, something. about yeah. training. Yep. Could you do that? You know why we talk about all this other shit? Here, let me let me clue you fucking idiots in. Because that's what everybody wants to talk about right now. Because it's the end of the goddamn world. And you just don't know it yet. And everybody's interested. Everybody wants to talk about it. But we had uh, a self-sufficient lifter camp this past weekend at the at the gym and that's what everybody wanted to talk about i mean we you know talked a whole lot about training and did all the lifts and did all this other shit but people wanted to stay late to talk about what's on their mind because there are so many fucking pussies out there like you that are just believing what cnn tells you that intelligent people like those that do business with us are tired of talking to you 
and wanted to talk amongst themselves and to us. And, and you know, it was refreshing to get to have an honest conversation. And, uh, uh, you know, this, of course, is something that haters don't understand. Yep. It's always been fine to not talk about politics and right. religion. But if everybody will remember, as of 2020, politics now means whether or not you are able to work and whether yes. or not you can open your business and whether or not you, you can, can are allowed hopefully, to refuse an experimental right, medical treatment. Yeah, pretty soon, whether yeah. or not you can travel. Uh, so it's time to fucking talk about politics publicly. Yeah. You better you better learn to accept the fact that politics needs to be talked about because you may not like politics, but politics likes you. And this is an interesting time to be alive in the United States. So we're going to talk about it. So you don't like that? Turn it off right now. All right? Yeah. And that's comments, comments. From, from, from the, p- the, p- p- the, the haters. haters. Rip, you okay. should know that I worry sometimes because all you get to see are the hater comments. You don't, I know, you don't get on YouTube and read the all the the good comments. But no, they're, they're I out don't. there. They're out I, there. I hope they are. I just don't. Even on your trap bar video and your. If uh, I get on YouTube, it's to watch a music video. Sure. Or, sure. Yep. Something like that. I don't ever look at our own stuff on there because I just the haters are. We're probably pulling one out of every ten comments is a hater comment. So, is it changed? Is the ratio changed? No, it's always been the same. There's just more, more comments and more views now. Right. Yep. Now we've got what two hundred twenty thousand subscribers. Yep. To the channel. That's despite the fact that this video podcast in its entirety is now behind a paywall, and we got a few people to pay for it. Yeah, just a few. Not many, but a few people. Are, we pull enough clips out. Yep. Like that one that uh, you pulled out today for it was basically most of the haters comments from this upcoming Friday's right. podcast. Yeah. And we also got to yeah. remember that most of the reasonable people don't spend any time commenting positively or negatively. No, they've got other They're, shit to yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. Other shit to do. Yeah. So, really the comments from the haters are just entertainment. Like you said. Everybody likes it. Bottom 3%. Threes, if that. If that. If that. If that, my so, daughter, my daughter gets comments on her YouTube videos. She they, makes YouTube videos. Yeah, she makes little videos where she's drawing. You know, and not her face, but she just has her camera over right. her artwork while she's drawing. Really? And yeah, and uh, the the quality of comment on her videos are exactly the same as the ones on ours. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. Still exa- got haters. <laughs> she does. <laughs> 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 Bok choy fell off. Oh no, bok choy! One guy yesterday, I said I was looking at it, and it said uh, your your art is okay. No, it says your art was eh, but it could be better. <laughs> Isn't that bizarre <laughs> to tell a what? How old is she? Eleven. Nine, she's eleven. 11 yeah, <laughs> and it's pretty 11. obvious from you know the, the way she writes and everything that she's a little kid. But some asshole guy. <laughs> yeah, could be better. Yeah, your artwork's eh. eh could be could better. Be better. <laughs> That's important for her to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn. What a deal. What kind of a world do we live in? <laughs> the Austra- You see this deal today? The Australians are testing sewage 
for COVID-19. Oh, jeez. To do what? To see if anyone in the community had COVID. So you get COVID, and and you take a shit, and you doo-doo in the toilet like you're supposed to, and you flush it. <laughs> the public health officials are... <laughs> Man, what a mess! And running PCR tests up to eighty-two cycles. Yeah, to, on on feces. On feces. That's to amazing. See if there's and COVID nineteen in it, so they have a reason to lock a city down or something. The Australian I, government's the Australian government, but it, look, at some point you got to start getting pissed off at the at the cops coming to your door and the asshole pulling but the shit out about? of the toilet. Well, you do in Australia, you, nothing. You know, in Australia, you're not going to do a damn thing. You're happy to comply. Yep. You're just confused. Yeah. Right? Because that's the way Australians were. And I guess have been for a long time. Yep. I mean, Australian government wants your guns. Well, you're happy to comply. Right. Even if you're confused. Yep. You know. If the government isn't afraid of you, then something is very fucking wrong. And uh, you work for them. They don't work for you. So, uh, just keep that in mind, boys and girls. Okay. Zach the Jew. Our regular contributor, Zach the Jew, says, What do you think of localism? The idea propagated mostly by Taleb. On the one hand, it espouses letting local communities do as they wish, extending freedom upward to the group. On the other hand, it demands active local investment and using the government to break up centralized companies from nowhere that drain resources, tangible and intangible, from the local community. Walmart, Amazon, Google, Facebook, etc. There's a sacrifice to be made of economic efficiency to decouple dependencies create a measure of local self-sufficiency and keep us from becoming dependent on fuckers who hate us, whether that's China, Facebook, or Google. Where would you draw the line between freedom, economic growth, and the wielding of power necessary to prevent big companies from becoming pseudo-governments themselves and controlling us through dependency and information curation? Well, that's an excellent question, actually. It is. And I'm not quite sure how to, how to answer that. Um, you know, I, like most people, have found that a uh, 130,000-square-foot Walmart uh, full of all kinds of things saves me a lot of driving, right? Amazon saves me a hell of a lot of driving. I'll have to admit that I use Walmart not so much anymore, but Amazon all the time. I have Amazon Prime, and because I can get things I need, they're not available on Wichita phones, and that I would have to drive all over the place to find. It saves money, it saves time, and allows me access to to stuff that uh, that I need to have. For example, my one of my pieces of shit cars uh, has got a huge battery drain. I have to keep it on a battery tender. So I bought a 100-watt solar battery tender from Amazon. Just put the solar panel on the trunk lid, 
hook it up to the battery. I don't have to worry about it now. Now, I can't find that in Wichita Falls. Right. You know, I had to hunt for it on Amazon. But now I've got access to it because of Amazon. So I'm, it's hard to be mad at Amazon. But by the same token, I don't use Facebook. I don't use Twitter. And I, because you, what you have to understand about Twitter and, and Facebook is you're not using them. They're using you. And so I, I I haven't been on either one of those services in eight months, probably nine months. Just drop it. Saves you a bunch of time, aggravation. But in terms of how this relates to the uh, economy as a whole, I don't know that. I'm interested in giving the government the power to break up Amazon or Facebook or Google or Walmart because they might decide to break up starting strength gyms too. Right. You got to apply the standard across the board. Once you give the government a power, uh, they don't give it back. They expand it. They always expand it. Right. Now, I was trying, I was thinking about this on the way in today, and I, the only thing I can think of that the government has undone in my lifetime that needed undoing very badly was the 55 mile an hour speed limit. Yep. And of all the goddamn things, that happened during the Clinton administration. Yep. Now, you have to, you have to admit that was a, a good thing to have done. Saves everybody time. You know, it's just it, the speed limit didn't need to be 55. That was stupid. It was always stupid. But you What we needed was fuel injection, not carburetors. You <laughs> you weren't the one, you meaning like you and I, weren't the driving force behind that change. Some no. some lobbyist. Yeah, there the, was a, a lobbyist. Truck, the, trucking company. The trucking at Walmart. Companies. It could have been Walmart. It could have been Amazon. It could have been Walmart. It could have been Amazon. <clears throat> it could have been car manufacturers right. it could have been the insurance companies right. it could have been anybody and this is and this is the fundamental problem is the, the everybody wants to be mad at the at the capitalists right especially right. Uh, you know especially these kids they don't, understand they don't understand that capitalism doesn't exist when there's a revolving door between these giant companies and the government anything bad that capitalism has done has actually been facilitated by the government Capitalism is just me and you doing business with each other. That's all in the fuck it is. But if I ask the government for special dispensation and ask the government to enforce that special dispensation by uh, with uh, men with guns, then bad things happen, right? Yep. For example, the ethanol program. Right. Everybody's favorite fucking thing, the ethanol program, makes absolutely no sense. From any standpoint, you 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 want to observe it. Yep. it makes no sense whatsoever. It uses millions of gallons of or thousands of gallons of fresh water to produce a gallon of ethanol, which has fewer BTUs than a gallon of gasoline does. By eh, it's probably got about 65 percent of BTUs a gallon of gas does. So your gas mileage is shittier with ethanol in the car, and uh, you know it it. 
takes food and makes fuel out of it. It screwed up the price of corn all over the world. It just it hadn't done anything good. The Sierra Club has said it should be ended, but it will never end. Because once such a thing is established, it's there. It's there. Daylight savings time. Do you like daylight savings time? <laughs> Not so much daylight savings time, but changing the fucking clock twice a year. That's what pisses everybody off. All right? I think that daylight savings time ought to be the default time all right. year long. Yep. But no, we got to have eight months of this daylight savings time, and then we got to remember to change our clocks in November or whenever the fuck, and then turn them back in March and stuff. I, everybody hates it. Everybody hates it. It will never go away. Right. So, you know, that's, that's, that's kind of the... That's kind of the problem here, Zach. I don't know. I understand the the objection. I understand the need for localism. But but there's a responsibility too. When Walmart Walmart comes into town, there's no question that it fucks up a bunch of local business, right? Yeah, there's no. But there's no but doubt there should about be it. no expectation that that because you own a grocery store that you should be full, no. right? I, I, there should be no expectation that the people in the community should decide to do business with you exactly. As opposed to Walmart, if Walmart's doing a better job of providing for their needs. Look, exactly. Shit changes, right? And that's not a bad thing. Long time ago, I was one of five or six gyms in Wichita Falls. And I had 225, 250 members at any given time. Long time ago. And then everybody decided to open a gym. And right now in Wichita Falls, there are probably 35 places to pay for a gym membership. Right? Yeah, that's not an exaggeration. There's a it's bunch. not an exaggeration. There's right. at least that many. There are gyms all over the place. And everybody well, has a home gym, too, now. When I was, you know, first starting off, I had a whole bunch of members. But things change. So I changed, too. Exactly. And that's what happens. That's the nature of existence. Everything changes, including the climate. <laughs> yeah. Everything changes. People live under this Entropy. weird assumption that the that the pie stays the same size, but the pie gets bigger. Walmart right. comes into town, you have more employees, you have you know more people. What whatever, it doesn't matter. But the the point is that that your your local business has to has to adapt. There are things that that a local business can provide that Walmart cannot provide. Right. One of those things being customer fucking service, yes, right? Absolutely. Because because you, you know, especially in a town like this, you walk in somewhere and everybody's pissed because the the big companies are running people off, but you walk into a local store and they act like you're like you're bothering them. Right. Right? I can go to Target and not deal with that shit because there's right. an $8 an hour kid who's forced to be nice to me. Right. Right? Right. So yeah, you you got to you got to change. So it's not. Uh, yeah, I mean it's. Yeah, there are. Uh, there's a uh, a store out on. Uh, I don't want to say the name of it, but uh, I don't want to give them any business. Uh, place that sells lamps <laughs> here in Wichita Falls. You you know I've been in there several times looking for items, weird light bulbs or something like that. And you walk up to the counter, and this is what they do. Surprised that you're there. Like, what the hell are you doing here? Yeah. 
Yeah. You know. Yep. Like the plumbing supply house. Out at Seymour Road, plumbing supply house. You walk in there, and it is literally as though you have interrupted yeah, what the, the hell activities are you doing here? of the guys behind the counter. <laughs> Everybody in town knows this. I mean, this is every it, local gun store in the world. Yeah, this is yeah, why all of them do that. This is why I'd rather go to Academy and deal with some guy who has no fucking clue. Right? No, they're just saying the dumbest shit ever. But you walk back there, and he's happy to show you the gun. Yeah, he he's not he's friendly. irritated he's with not. you already before you. <laughs> like, what's that gun store out there by where Kmart used to be? Uh, you walk in there, and it's, it's a small, locally owned business, right? Right. Someone you'd like to do business. Somebody with. you'd like to do business with, right. and you walk in there, and it it is as though you have walked in on the guy while he's fucking his wife. <laughs> You know, what the hell are you doing in my store? Can you not see that I'm doing nothing here? <laughs> it's just I'm the busy. Weirdest, I'm busy you know? restocking guns. Too busy to help you buy a gun. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. I'm telling you, and it's just, this is why Walmart is successful. Yes, this is why we shop at Walmart because. Even though we don't get waited on, we don't get hated on either. <laughs> and that's why we do this, right? <laughs> Local hardware stores, some, some of those are guilty of this shit. And yep. that's, that's why we go to AutoZone. That's why we go to Ace Hardware and stuff. Or you sit at home and order it on or Amazon. Or you sit at home. Easier than that. So if you don't need it right this minute, you yep. just order it on amazon it shows up in two days without anybody aggravating your ass at all yep. so you know a lot of this is brought on by the by these people you know that uh that are uh not uh seeing the big picture you know there's there is uh there is a uh there's a market for good small businesses absolutely at the local level there's absolutely a, there's a market for that but and you don't the, need millions the, of people walking through the door the the market is the service right and the service in many places like this is is so fucking bad i can't tell you how many times i've been to this one place downtown i think i'd like to go eat and uh and I get down there and they're closed. Yeah. You know, like they're open three hours a week, you know, it's like a hobby. You know, they just cook when they feel like it and hope somebody comes in. How many times am I going to drive down there and find a place closed and then continue to do it again? So, no, I'm not going down there anymore. There's several places around here like that. They just aren't open, you know. Or they just arbitrarily close one afternoon. At, yeah. You know. Yep. Sorry, closing today at one thirty, Right. And it's one forty-five, And I've driven over there to eat. And they, you know. You know. And that, that's what makes me go to Walmart and buy lunch meat. And take it back to the gym and just eat there. Instead of dealing with your aggravating asses. You just don't understand what, you know. 
I mean, the concept of local is wonderful. But the people who implement the concept don't understand what is what the appeal of local should be and often is not right right okay geomperod who i see posting all the time why do you permit your message to be obscured by the world world of politics in 20 years every political thing you talk about on this podcast will be irrelevant but your strength training program is timeless, and in 20 years, if people aren't turned off by your political views because they will be irrelevant, they will have the strength training message directly from the source himself. This isn't a stay-in-your-lane kind of argument. Well, sure it is. Yeah. Obviously it is. Uh, but why do you have to mix your chocolate and steak into one meal? They are better separately. Well, this is the separation. Right? I turn off the podcast when you regurgitate bad internet interpretations of the COVID data right after you just tried to help someone's mom with a fused ankle get back to squatting. I'm not in the mood for politics when I want to learn about the best way to put five more pounds on the bar. I imagine this will start another rant on the COVID data. No, the COVID data is clear. The COVID data is quite clear. I make, make it even more clear every day on a thread on my board with two and a half million views. People want this information, even if you don't. All right? And if you rely on the mainstream media, you're not going to get it. Okay, I think there's another question about that here in a minute. Uh, you rely on the mainstream media... And people that are intelligent about this know they're being lied to by the mainstream media. And they want to talk about it in an honest manner with people that are informed, with people that are intelligent, and with people that have not been bought off like the mainstream media. So that's why we talk about this stuff. And... Well, if also, you, this if you don't if you don't think that what's going on right now is going to be irrelevant, and you think it's going to be irrelevant in twenty years, you sir are not terribly bright. We have disrupted the economy of the world in ways that are not even starting to play out. You don't know what you're talking about. This is all relevant. This is a history changing event that we yep. have gone through. Just the fact that the federal government printed $5 trillion out of thin air and handed it to people so that they can stay home instead of going to work and making things has perturbed this economy possibly forever. And and we're I'm in contact with manufacturers and a whole bunch of people that, that know more about this than you do and uh, things are really weird and you just don't you don't understand but if it makes you happy to think that everything's going to be okay in 20 years then you just go right on ahead and think that you have to sleep with you i don't <laughs> right well the 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 political message is and always has been uh about 
liberty and personal choice. So it's not, yes. the, you know, that, that that's a silly thing, whatever he's uh, perceiving as the political message. Uh, so regardless of the circumstances that are going on, you particularly and all of us have stayed consistent with the way we talk about stuff, right. regardless of what's going on. And then the second thing is this, uh, this, this show does not exist to talk about strength training. No. exclusively in no, fact that's not what we this, do here this, we have conversations this here. show is an extension of the shit that we talk <coughs> about all of the time you know this is the conversations that we're always having um just sharing it with yeah. the rest of the world so uh, yeah i mean if you don't like it we've got we've got the, the forum and the videos and there's coaches everywhere there's that are happy to talk of, about just strength training but that's not what we do that's i mean strength training of, is a, content obviously available. is a part of what we do and we talk about it sufficiently right? i mean we talk about strength training right. all the fucking time look we wrote the book on the subject you know the asgard company has probably sold over a million books on strength training the information is in those books we do this podcast because we want to and we're going to talk about what we want to talk about and you can go off anytime you want to but uh, people want to hear all this stuff. We're if if I had to come in here and do this podcast and not have any fun doing it, I'd quit. Yeah, we wouldn't okay. be two years deep into this. We, if we had to talk about deep. the squat every fucking week. Yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> you can't. What, what, you, you can't do that. Yeah, you know, we've beaten the squat to death. We know more about the squat than anybody else in the fucking world knows about the squat. And we've already told you. Yeah. All right. And we don't so. and we don't filter the Q and A questions. That's another thing, right? I mean, we get a, we get calls from people, and that last yeah. call in Q and A, right. and we had one that was a strength training question. I mean, m- maybe two, right? But yeah. I mean, we're not filtering those. We're not. This is what this is what people are talking about. We are providing a product that people want to consume, and this conversation is that product, right? And you don't like it, go somewhere else. All there is to it. Uh, Palios is curious about how my quad recovery is going and what you're, what I'm doing. Box squat height, when you will lower the box height, weight, and how you will increase the resistance in conjunction uh, with the change in the box height. Uh, hope you'll get to 100% recovery and mobility sooner versus later. Well, I appreciate that, Mike, but I I don't think this ever this thing is ever going to be a hundred percent. I feel a a defect in the tendon uh, on the medial aspect of the superior patella, and uh, it's unstable when I go into a little bit of knee flexion. And although the training is coming along, and I'm uh, gradually increasing the weights the pull's pretty strong i pulled 355 for a triple out of the rack last week don't have any pain in the knee i'm squatting to a a box about three inches above parallel right now and i did oh what did i do four sets of five at 145 last week made the quad real tired but, uh, you know, this kind of an injury is going to take another year before I'm going to know what, what I've got. But it's, uh, 
you know, the, the biggest problem I have with it right now is that the asymmetry uh, in my gate, and the asymmetry, even though it's minor in my training, is bothering my SI joints, and I've got, I'm in constant back pain, constant low back pain. And uh, pulling heavy helps it, cuts it back a little bit. But uh, I'm so used to pulling heavy and training heavy that when I can't, you know, I don't feel good. But as far as uh, as far as how things are coming along, I'm, uh, you know, I'm everything looks like that, right? And I'm up in here right now. And uh, uh, it's coming along slowly, and I don't imagine it's going to suddenly become better one day. So we'll see what happens. I mean, you know, it's what you get for doing your own work. <laughs> I should hire everything done. Hell, I got the money. I should, shouldn't I? You should. You sure as fuck shouldn't have a stack of concrete blocks around no. your goddamn water thing no no i should that, that was a you know in retrospect <laughs> <laughs> that, was a, that was a bad idea wasn't it all right uh our buddy from canada james rogers wants to know how do you stay on top of current events without relying on mainstream news i got a better question james how do you stay on top of current events while relying on mainstream news because there's nothing in the mainstream media that is the actual truth i posted two articles uh from cnn today on the board and uh reading both of these things there's not a single sentence in either one of these pieces that was factually correct not a single sentence in either one of these goddamn 500-word pieces that didn't contain a material lie of some sort. And when it's not a lie, it's a carefully crafted piece of propaganda. Their videos are the same way. And it's not just CNN. It's, just, it's everywhere. No, it's, it's all It's CBS. It's Fox News. It's Fox News. It's every fucking buddy. Yes. It's the same shit. It's the same thing over and over. Every bit of this stuff is designed to manipulate you, not to inform you. Even if it's just to produce a response, right? I mean, and that's what manipulation is, right? Yes. It's just to produce a that's, response. That's all it's for, is to produce a response in the audience. Yep. You know, if you leave the news on all day long, you listen to the radio and you have the radio newscast on you've got cnn on in the house and you're not paying attention to it it's leaking into you some of it is going to stick turn it off it's all bullshit it's all lies and the sooner you get used to the idea that you're constantly being lied to the better you will become at looking on the internet and finding information and sorting through it and deciding for yourself what is and what is not bullshit, okay? What's the most upsetting thing to understand is that Alex Jones is right about a lot of stuff. 
Alex Jones is a crazy bastard. There's no doubt about it. But what would you rather have? An honest, crazy bastard? Yeah. Who's occasionally wrong. Wrong. <laughs> or people who are wrong on purpose for the purpose of manipulating you. Right. Yeah. You know? There is no there is no reliable source. No. Uh, in no, the, in the mainstream to. media, and there's and and everything else should be taken with a huge grain of salt. Everything has to be taken with a grain of salt. Our own people put shit up that's wrong all the time. All the shit from the chans, yep. you know, they're just they're, they're going wrong the other direction just to try to restore some balance. But that didn't alter the fact that they're wrong all the goddamn time. And it's not useful. It's not useful it's not to helpful. be. It's not useful to produce right-wing propaganda. And you don't – look, here, my opinion is you don't have to agree with the people you listen to. If they're honest um, and they're wrong, I think that's that might be okay, right? So, for well, example – it's okay if you realize they're wrong. For example, if you like you the know. way somebody thinks and if you like that they're actually asking the right questions yes. – you should read what that person writes. So, you know, I think Glenn Greenwald's been wrong about a bunch of shit. I pay him five bucks a month to, to get his email, right? Yeah. Because I think I think he's right on a lot of things. He's right on a whole bunch of things. And not only that, but he is he's honestly, at least it seems to me, honestly looking for truth in some of this shit. He and, and among a whole industry that is not right looking for truth. No, I respect Greenwald. He's of a leftist. Yeah, but. He's an honest man. Yep. Yeah. He's an honest man. I don't agree with his worldview, but right. I'm going to listen to Greenwald yep. before I'm going to listen to Don Lamont. Yep. Right? Right. And, uh, yeah, I just, you know, I got no problem with him whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, but there's... Know, I've got, I've got, I've got no problem with, uh, I've got no problem with uh, Alex Jones. Right. You know, when Alex Jones gets crazy, you just turn him off. You know? But if you turn on CNN, you know from the very first syllable that you hear that you're being lied to. And CNN is probably the worst of the bunch. MSNBC is certainly... Right there with CNN, but CBS, ABC, NBC—they're all the same. Right. New York Times, Washington Post—it's all—it's all bullshit. Every once in a great while, the Washington Post and the New York Times will fuck up and tell you the truth. But it's so infrequent, yep, that it's just not worth the time to spend over there looking through their shit. And you—you you can't. You can't do that. You can't rely on them. And you're, you, the, the time is too short. So what you do is, is you, you get a group of websites that you consult every day or several times a day, and you see what's coming up. You see what's coming up. If you pick the right websites, you will find sourced material from the left, the right, the center. Read all of it. And decide for yourself what's going on. All right? It's it's not that complicated. You realize that you can go to the, the Center for Disease Control website and look at the numbers for the for the for the actual death rate from COVID nineteen. 
right there on the CDC's website. And anyone with the slightest degree of numeracy can see that this is the common cold. This is the flu. This is the seasonal flu. And we've ended normal society as a result of that for some reason that I'm not able to comprehend yet. But it's right there on the CDC's website. There's the numbers. They're the ones that keep track of this data. I don't need the New York Times to tell me that. I can look at the CDC. I don't need somebody to tell me how scared I need to be of the deadly mu variant that will undoubtedly be coming out of China very soon. I don't. I don't need to. I don't need that. I've got the death data right there. There's you enough know, stuff it, out there. You don't need to rely on it. The, with you, with podcasts in 2021, with a podcast, things that are long form, things that are that you can that that you can reasonably deduce what the incentives are. And in a podcast, a guy sitting somewhere, you know, bringing guests on and interviewing them, the incentive is usually I just want to have a podcast and I want to learn some shit, right? right? So there, you, anything that's an hour long, two hours long, at the very least, you're going to figure out how somebody thinks and whether or not they're honest, mm-hmm. right? So uh, that's another really good avenue. But anything, even these, even these sites, like you go on Citizen Free Press and it's just a, it's just a compilation of a bunch of mainstream media. Right. You know, and there's some shit that's fringe left. There's some shit that's fringe right, and it's still up to you to decide what the source material right. actually and it, says. It, and the 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 benefit to Citizens Free Press and other sites like that is that it collates all this stuff for you, and you can go down through there and click all those links and tell within 15 seconds whether it's bullshit or not. Yeah, yeah. The downside and, is you're still consuming that bullshit on either side. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's it's, it's limited. You've it's got limited. Sort. It's, it's a limited. sorting process, and you've got to just do it. But this this but ties if you in. Don't do the sorting process. This ties into our last conversation, which is that you don't need to be fed information. It's better in 2021 to to listen to and think about analysis rather than whatever information is being put out because the information is probably bullshit. Yes, most of it is. Most of it is. But uh, there are good people out there doing good work. Anthony Culpo down in Australia, the poor motherfucker. Yep. And uh, and guys like Carl Denninger and uh, Bruce Charlton with their blog posts that have got this right horribly useful stuff. You know, you got Briggs, you've got any number of these other guys that sort through and do analysis for you. Sometimes they're wrong. Lots and lots and lots of times they're not. Right. And they are privy to information that you would spend a lot of time trying to get. And you need to read those guys um, primarily because they don't work for the mainstream media. And they've not been assigned a task, uh, which would be to manipulate you into agreeing with everything the government does. So that's how I stay on top of current events. Uh, you're not if you rely on mainstream news, James. You don't know anything about current events. You know the narrative. That's all you know is the narrative because that's all it's about okay let's see uh 
here's another one. Fireflame 786 says, Every time the state-sponsored propaganda machine turns out another enlightening science, trademark-based article about the dangerous, life-threatening, and male-sterilizing ivermectin, while simultaneously telling us for the 1,000th time that the safe and effective Pfizer, Moderna, J&J, AstraZeneca, Homovax should be given to every man, birthing person, and child, I experienced profound disappointment in the mental capacity and the willingness to comply of the people of my nation and community, as do I. How do I channel my unwavering scorn at the current state of the world into something productive? I don't know, because I haven't been able to do it myself. See, everybody wants to talk about this. We didn't cherry pick these questions. This is just what came in. This is what everybody wants to talk about, because this is important shit. All right? The past year and a half has taught us that 90% of the population of the world are stupid, gullible, and afraid. They're followers. They're sheep. They're farm animals. Now, I I didn't like learning that. You know, it's something you kind of knew, but you don't want to have it demonstrated to you every time you go out your front door. You go out the front door and some idiot is riding his bicycle down the middle of the street with a mask on. You just, it's hard to wrap your fucking brain around the depths of that stupidity. You know, and it's, it's an upsetting thing to see this over and over and over again. And I don't know how, you know, I've, you know, I've always been an asshole, okay? But, uh, God damn, I don't know about you, but I go to the store, and I'm, I'm just, I'm quite aware of the fact that I'm a hell of a lot more unpleasant in public than I used to be. As I see these people wearing masks, and I just look at them, and I'll laugh at them or point at them, you know? When I'm just walking down the aisle, shake my head in disgust at this silly-ass behavior that everybody's engaging in. And uh, now I, I don't know that I've come up with a way to deal with this. I, I have. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, what you know. people do doesn't fucking bother me. But, but I have an opinion on how to make this useful and productive is uh, you, you need to prepare yourself because – no matter what you think, you're you're not ready for the time when it's your turn to say no. You, right. you need to prepare yourself mentally and emotionally and physically for when it finally when it finally reaches you in your situation in your personal situation. You have to say no, and and right. all the consequences that come behind that. So right. and then bring as many of your fucking friends along as possible. That's yeah. That that, that that's, that's what it comes down know, to. And it may never get to that. You know, it, uh, it might not, but it probably is going. But to. for a lot of people, it just did, right? A hundred, every, week. every, yeah. You, you got have a, to over get a vaccine, employees. or you have to leave the campus. Exactly. You have to. You have to. You can't work here if you don't have a yeah. vaccine. So what are you going to do? Yeah. You know, you're going to submit to this bullshit and just go along with it to keep your job. Yep. How important is it to you that you get to make these decisions? Right. And not some fool. Yep. 
making them for you. Oh, and uh, financially too is the other part, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, this is not bullshit. It, it's literally mentally, emotionally, physically, and financially. Yes. Can you afford to tell your company to fuck off? Right. Because they may call your bluff. You they know, might. you might have ten people that say, "Yeah, I'm quitting too." And then when you go to quit, they don't actually have the balls yeah. to do it. Yeah, they roll over on their back and let the, let the jab be administered to them. Yep. Uh, you know, and, and, you know, according you know, the comment from the hater previously, explain what's wrong with the vaccines. Doesn't matter. The fact you know, it, it, it doesn't fucking matter. It, it doesn't matter at this point. It does matter, but the reason... The vaccines are bullshit, all right? All of the data is showing that the vaccines are bullshit. The fact that you're not familiar with the data does not mean that it's still not all bullshit, all right? Get familiar with the data, and you'll see that this doesn't do anything positive, and it may do bad things to you. But if you want to believe otherwise, you want to equate this with the smallpox vaccine, you go right ahead. Because at this point... No is my response. No. The efficacy I'm not I'm tired of I'm tired of pandering to you. But see that's the thing the but, efficacy you know. doesn't shouldn't matter to anybody. It shouldn't matter whether it works or not. What matters is that is that you are being forced yes. to take it. Yes. And 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 just think about think about that for a second. You're being forced to take it. Why? Why are you being forced to take it? And again, the answer doesn't matter. Why can't I just get the disease and get over the disease like 99.97% of the population does and then be immune? Why can't I just do that? Why do you want me to have a vaccination? Could it be money? Well, it comes down to the ultimate question. Are, Are you okay with somebody telling you you need to get a shot at the point at gunpoint because that's ultimately what we're talking about right right. and if it's not if it's a vaccine this time when it's the other team in charge and it's the next thing are you going to be okay with it then right what about when they when they come for you when when your personal preferred thing is the thing that gets that gets mandated you know you know know, don't poo poo this slippery slope shit okay because it is slippery and it is a slope you know, if we're going to mandate vaccines based on public health considerations, what are we going to do about you chubby fuckers that don't exercise? What are we going to do about you, huh? Well, we got to do something about you. I mean, think all the money you cost the rest of us. You know, think of the think of the public burden that fat people place on the healthcare system. Think about that. Your BMI is 50, and you expect to be left alone to drink your Cokes and eat your potato chips? Why? You're not thinking in terms of the collective like we want you to. Now, are you? And if you don't think, if you don't think that a public burden argument like that will be eventually made about your choice of activity and food, then you are crazy. You are crazy as hell. Yeah. You got to remember the people deciding who the, what the greater good is today um, are going to be different four years from now. 
10 years from now, and they may not agree with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> they probably won't agree with you. Right. But it won't matter because the precedent has already been set. Exactly. You know, and this is what we hear all the time about this vaccination shit. Well, you've got to have smallpox vaccine, DPT, to go to school. Right? And then the anti-vaxxers, you know, the people that don't actually believe in vaccinations, people that think that the DPT shot produces autism and shit. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they've got a point. Maybe they've got a point at some level. Yep. You know, if you look at the data, there's no association between any of those childhood disease vaccinations and autism. You know, the actual data, you look at that, there's not a relationship. But it's the same thing, really, isn't it? Yeah. Should I have to vaccinate my kids if I want them to go to the government schools? You should want to vaccinate your kids because it keeps them from being uh, whooping cough, pertussis. Was a it's a horrible way for a two year old child to die. Yep. And that is easily prevented with a vaccination. But in this particular case, so I would say there's a there's a you know, a reason for you as a logical person to vaccinate your children with it. This shit is not a vaccination. I here this this is a fascinating thing. You realize that Moderna of the years of their existence, the company Moderna has not brought a single drug or vaccine to the market through the entire process. Not to this day. That thing is being used on an emergency use authorization. Yep. It is not a vaccination. So, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know what you do with all this frustration. Um, well, I think you learn from it. I sure. think you learn who's around you. I think you you begin to realize what is possible, what these people are willing to do to you if they don't like that little stubborn streak you possess. I think you need to learn from that. Uh, and uh, yeah, we're all in a bad mood. I can't think of a better reason to be in a bad mood. Can you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Learning to say no and being able to back it up is one of the most is the most important thing you can learn how to do. Um, in fact, all right, let's break down and do a strength training question nah fuck really that's next in line guess all right at one point in my mid-20s i considered myself this is shan a fairly strong guy i could squat it squat and deadlift i imagine over 500 pounds i was approaching 300 bench for a small guy 580 to 30 i thought i was doing pretty good between then and now, 
the regular bullshit happened relationships kids college college again etc there's little to no lifting about a year ago my lovely wife got me a nice little rogue set up for my 45th birthday and i started doing linear progression my squat and deadlift have flown back up and while i have a lot more pain than normal because of age and gravity i'm guessing everything with those lifts have been great my bench press and press however have not been as cooperative about five months ago while working my way up to 205 i strained my left pec major tendon and my doctor thinks there was a minor tear i'm assuming he means in the tendon a couple of months ago uh, a couple of months of rehab and benching very light i'm working my way back up but i've stalled at around 165 I've never had a big bench and always felt it was my weakest lift. I also know, as an older male, I will never be as strong as I was, but I would love to just get my bench back up over two and a quarter. Am I just a pussy? Rhetorical question. I know I am. What should I expect as an older returning lifter? Any advice on psychological blocks, if that is what it is? Also, I'd love to see... A new Texas Cafe Classics video, maybe meatloaf or something something to help me gain another 20 pounds. Look, you're up in your 40s, and you don't want to rupture your pec tendon. You don't want to do that. All right? It may be time for you to stop trying to train the bench press and just start exercising the bench press. Okay? If you, you don't want to have to have shoulder surgery or anything in that area if you don't have to have it it's painful it doesn't work that well and if if your pec tendon is unstable i would start exercising the bench and just do the same weight every week just to kind of try to maintain and stuff if your press is still cooperating i'd go ahead and try to train that but uh You know, uh, this training as you get older shit is, you know, you're going to be learning about this from for the, the whole period of time you're doing it. Everything's different all the time, different injuries, different schedule conflicts, different, different ways to organize your workouts. All of this stuff is a highly individual matter. The, the template approach that we can give to a, 19 year old kid does not work for you and you know this and you just have to continue to learn more about it as you get older uh, i'd recommend that you you didn't mention reading the book but the barbell prescription has got a bunch of real good ideas in that uh, barbell prescription is written for you i'd get a copy of that and uh And uh, try to get as much out of that as you can. Okay, you got anything to add to that? No, I, I think it. What is what? How old is he? Forty one. Forty five. He said he's not fucking old. I mean his his yeah his peck and his shoulders twenty years up, younger than me. But he's not know? old. No, forty five. There are people that got real strong when they were forty five. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't tell from the from the post how much he actually weighs right now. Right. Uh didn't say, but it was a, uh, you know, there's no reason for a guy 5'8", 
to weigh under 200 pounds. Certainly, that's that's true. I told you about my friend Daniel. Uh, called into the Q&A two call-ins ago. He's 5'8", he's 22, 21, weighs 100, weighed 170. Yeah, you told, you told me him about his, that. You Amazing. told him his back, uh, well, his back was hurting. You said, right. well, how much do you weigh? He said 170, and you said, well, you need to get up to 200 as quick as possible. And three weeks later, he's 200 pounds, three and a half weeks. Three and a half pounds. weeks, the guy gained 30 pounds of body weight. Yep. Now that is commitment. And I didn't believe him, uh, but I looked at a picture <laughs> looks legit he uh drank a gallon and a half to two gallons a day that's commitment yep that is shitting cheese (laughs) is what that is can you imagine yeah (laughs) yeah it's it's uh that's that's crazy but here's the important question what happened to his back yeah his back his back his back back fine yeah so there you have it (laughs) muscles support your back and you know if you're not 65 and terminally beat up right typically your back pain will go away if you put some muscle around it not just in the back muscle goes in the front and on the sides too okay now we have outgrown our well not outgrown we've used up that's better used up our questions from uh the Starter Strength Network subscribers. So now we're going out into the wild here. And uh, we've got a question from Armin in Germany. I've been hooked on Starter Strength for two years, read the book, currently doing heavy light medium program. Excuse the inconvenience, but I'm German and use the metric system. <laughs> well, you know, I, I know kilos. I'm not good at converting centimeters to inches. He's 47. He's 181 centimeters. What the hell is that? Can you tell me that? I can tell you. Doesn't take long. Google knows that. He is. Uh, he is five nine. He's no, five no, no, I'm nine. sorry. I'm sorry. He's five eleven. He's five eleven. Weighs 88 kilos. So he's about uh, 190. Four, three, something yeah, like 193. that. 193.6. Ah, yeah. You were close. At 5'11". Uh, he says he's up about 10 kilos after starting with the program. Yes, I'm sure I could eat more. Yes, you could. 5RM squats, 144 kilos. So he's squatting a little over 300 for a set of five. I had to resort to using a home gym since gyms closed due to COVID. Since my gym is in our basement approximately the size of your truck cabin i need to use a shorter bar which is slightly thicker than an olympic bar at 31 millimeter more slippery due to the laughable grip grooves he means neural and does not have a ball bearing weight sleeve so the weight plates cannot freely turn basically just a metal rod that's the equipment i have given the circumstances after my squat weight went above 115 kilos or so i noticed that Almost with every other squat exercise, I have pain in the muscle tissue right below the scapula where the bar rests, usually more pronounced on the right. I've been working out at a proper barbell gym for the last five weeks in California. (laughs) Pain is gone. 
back to my home gym, pinching pain returned, which usually subsides after two to three days. I take good care to place the bar below my scapula onto the meaty part and lock the bar using tension in my arms by raising the elbows. Well, that's the problem. You don't raise the elbows. You take the grip and let the grip width produce the posterior deltoid shelf and and make the secure position for the bar. Um, that's probably what's going on. Although your shitty-ass equipment has to have something to do with it because I'm assuming you didn't uh, change your uh, technique when you were uh, being allowed to train in California. Uh, it, it, yeah, it's probably got something to do with the fact that you're not using a rotating sleeve barbell. But it also may have something to do with an incorrect grip. We've got videos on the website about how to correctly select the squat grip that you apparently haven't watched. So get on the website, find the, the squat grip videos, consult them. But look, if your equipment situation does not permit you to train, then you've got to change it. Now, that's just arithmetic, Right. You can't make something work that won't work. So either knock a wall down, join a gym, do something, but you can't train for strength without the correct barbell equipment to do it. And it's just all there is to it. So there you have that. Now, look at this. Jeez. <laughs> This is one quote. No, this is a book. <laughs> Did you read it yet? No, I'm not going to read it. That's I'm interested that's to see silly. what the hell he's uh, concerned I don't know about. what the hell you people are thinking about. I'm not going to read a 600-word <laughs> essay. <laughs> hell, the last question was too long. Okay. Hi, Rip. Started using a belt. I believe I placed it incorrectly too high on my waist for squats one training session it's a four inch 10 millimeter belt my lower left ribs have been killing me hurts to laugh hurts to sneeze getting up out of bed sometimes aggravates it the articles i found online describe the same injury and the same spot but no mention of what to do afterwards i'm kind of split between continuing to train or resting I tried overhead press today after allowing myself to recover, and I heard a pop before the press. Can't unrack the barbell now for the bench. No deadlift either. Only thing I can do that won't inflame my ribs or squats. I'm taking ibuprofen. Is it worth continuing to squat while I recover, or should I just stop everything altogether and rest? Six foot, 31, 240, 355 squat. Okay, all right, here's the situation. You have probably fractured a coastal cartilage. That's probably what you did. It's terribly common, and it will heal quite rapidly. Those things take, hell, broken ribs take three weeks. Fastest healing ribs, fastest healing fractured bones in the human body because of the constant movement. The movement along the fracture line is what stimulates 
the cells on either side of the fracture plane to secrete matrix and repair the fracture. And cartilage works the same way. What I would do is this. I would make damn sure that I threw that four-inch belt in the trash or sell it on eBay, get a three-inch belt. Don't wear a four-inch belt. I've written about this in my article, The Belt and the Deadlift. Very, very few people, even someone six one, six foot, uh, have any business wearing a four-inch belt because it'll hurt you in addition to the fact that it tells you incorrect proprioceptive information. It's all explained in the article. Get a three-inch belt. Get a starting strength three-inch belt from Dominion, and that link is on the website. Uh, take a, a knee wrap. Take two knee wraps. Tie them together and wrap your chest to support the fracture and see if you can train with that level of support. Now, you might also be able to take a Velcro belt and use that instead of the knee wraps, but two knee wraps tied together will will get this nut. You can just put the wrap around, make a bandage for your rib cage and support it and see how much training you can get done with with that uh hell actually a velcro belt may be easier to use but uh i know the knee wraps work if you've already got them especially and uh you, you have to train through this you can't you can't just rest it uh it's going to heal in three weeks either way so uh that'd be my suggestion is to is to uh train through it using uh, some support around the rib cage. Putting that second belt around seems to be pretty damn effective. I mean, the couple people you've had do it that I've seen were able to just train normally with that second belt right over the the bruise or the the cracked spot, right? Yeah. Yeah. Coastal cartilage fractures are common, and I, it, they're almost always associated with a four inch belt. Four inch belt is there's no reason to have a four inch belt. Why are they all four inches? Because that's the way it's always been done. That's the only reason, and it doesn't make any sense. And since we've got everybody wearing three-inch belts, everybody loves them, and we've had no problems with those kind of injuries with, with three-inch belt. Okay. Hi, Rip. Is it acceptable to deadlift with a weightlifting barbell 28 millimeter? The neural is easier on my hands. The grip is better. Why is it standard to deadlift with a callus ripping 29-millimeter 29, 29 fat bar? Uh, I also read that you prefer a thinner bar to press. Why is that? Well, it's not standard to deadlift with a callous ripping 29-millimeter <laughs> fat bar. Who who told you that? Or pressing with a with a thinner bar? I like pressing with that York bar. Yeah, but that's it's not a, a thinner a, bar. That's a standard bar. It's a 27-and-a-half-millimeter. Oh, okay. The old York The bar. one here, the one at the gym. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the old right. York bars at the gym are, yep. are a little tiny bit skinnier. Now, an experienced hand can feel the difference between a 27.5 millimeter, 28, 28.5 millimeter, and 29 millimeter bar. Yep. You can tell what you're holding. Uh, 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 the Texas Power Bar with that big chainsaw knurl, I don't like those. 
they do tear the fuck out of your hands. But if you're, you know, they're easier to hold on to because of that neural. But I'll train with them. Uh, the the bar we designed is uh, about a 28 and a half millimeter bar, the starting strength bar. It's got a perfectly good neural. Uh, but if you all you've got is a 28 millimeter weightlifting bar, well, deadlift on it. It's acceptable to me. What's not acceptable is you making excuses for not doing your deadlifts. Hi, Rip. I'm planning to open my first personal training studio this year in London. Been looking for a suitable space for close to a year. I'm encountering various challenges, abhorrent rent and upfront payments, almost all advantages and rights lying with the landlords as well as a fantastic, a fascistic government sucking on Lucifer's balls. I like that visual. <laughs> I'm undecided whether to prioritize location size and presentability of the space or areas with a high average income. Spaces on high streets tend to be much more expensive and usually have surrounding neighbors living in it. It has been frustrating at times, and I know being a perfectionist doesn't help. What was your experience when you opened your first gym? How did you deal with the challenges you encountered? Well, I did that about 40 years ago, and it's not applicable now. Okay? When I opened my first gym, uh, I bought an existing gym that was in a little bitty shitty shopping center on a residential street. And, uh, and then I moved it about three months later to a, a place with cheap rent. That was also, it wasn't frontage, but it was close to a major thoroughfare. I don't know that proximity to a major thoroughfare at the time I opened that gym over on Kemp Street was of any benefit to me at all since it wasn't actually frontage. And since I didn't have a big corporate-style gym. If you're opening a personal training studio in London, I don't know. I don't know the London market. I do... It's, it's been many years since I've been there. It's just a big city. Uh, now, I will tell you that the, that our franchise gyms, our starting strength gyms, the, the business model that we have is that we'd like to go into a rather upscale uh, strip center that allows us to have signage both over the door and on the pylon sign outside in the parking lot. And uh, we charge a lot of money for, for memberships in those, in those gyms, but they're essentially personal training studios because we coach every rep of every lift in these gyms, and we get paid for it. And there's a market for that, and there'll be a market for yours. Now, in your situation... I would not go into an industrial center because that's not the – you could do it, but the people that you have to appeal to are going to like coming to a glass front, storefront, better than they will a warehouse-type environment. But I don't know that it matters that much. Maybe not in London. It, maybe not in London again. There's I don't, probably pretty. I don't know. There's the probably market. plenty of places that are in those like light industrial that are, you know, doing personal training. Could be coffee shops. If or they whatever. have light industrial in London, right. I mean, it's yeah. a, 
Who knows? You know, nine thousand euros. Can you city, imagine what knows? a retail space no, costs in London? I can't Jesus. imagine. I can't imagine. I don't even know how you could even consider what, it. I, the, what the the rent would be in a in a in a commercial area in London? I don't know how yeah. you charge enough to get the rent paid, much less make any money. If you're in a retail I, space, you're gonna get you're gonna get uh, eyes at least, right? If you're in a if you're, you're, if you're if where all the foot cr- traffic is is. The, the the deal with with a business like this is it's not dependent on foot traffic. Right. People don't walk in to buy a Coke. Yeah. Right. People come to you because of who you are and what you know and who their buddies their buddies are going to send you your business. This is this is mostly personal referral. Right. Ours is not. Yours will be because you don't have a credential that's worth a shit. So. Uh, you're going to be dependent on word of mouth. And uh, I don't know that 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 makes you dependent on on any particular type of location. You may get lucky and find someplace that's a block off of a main, what would be called a frontage area, and and be able to, to put it in there without without too much trouble instead of locating out in the sticks you know in an old warehouse space but you're t- you have you just have to remember that your type of business is not going to be dependent on foot traffic because you're not a retail you're not doing retail sales so uh i other than that i can't help you i, do, I don't know the london market very well and i uh I mean, where does Ragavan work out of? Out know? of a gym, out of yeah, out of someone else's gym, at least as far as I know. Yeah, um, that's what that's what he you, used to do. For yeah. what it's going to cost to to go into a retail space, it's uh, it, it it's not it's not worth the money because you're, the trade off isn't going to be there. The, right. In terms of who's going to just walk in the door and and say, "Hey, do I need to be here?" Yeah, that's not going to happen. What What do y'all do here? Yeah, it's not going to happen. Know, that doesn't That doesn't happen. So if you're if you're three times a year, if you're considering retail because of the visibility, unless there's something appealing about your signage, marketing, uh, or what's going on in the gym that people walking by will be interested in coming in, I wouldn't depend on that. It's going to be like Rip said. It's going to be word of mouth. So it's going to be word of mouth. It's always word of mouth. Yep. You know, unless you're hooked up with us it's going to be word of mouth people seek out starting strength coaches because they know that the method works and and uh you with a cscs and a master's degree in x fizz you know you don't have a no one has ever been contacted because they were a cscs for training that's just a ticket you punch when you get out of school. All right. Your business is going to come from the people that you train and the effectiveness with which you uh, do that training. So I don't think that you necessarily need to even think about a retail space in London. Right. Right. Yep. So that's our considered opinion about this. All right. Here's the last one. Maybe, if it's worth reading. All right. Hello, Rip. I am a new yearly subscriber to your network. Well, how come this is on Normie channel here? <laughs> what is the theme song you use for your radio show? 
I just love it, and it's perfect. <laughs> I'd like to be able to find it somewhere and listen to it in its entirety. <laughs> you say something that is phenomenal. You need to get up off your ass and get under the bar. Oh, how I wish you would make a shirt with the quotations and starting strength on it. I would buy one in every color. <laughs> he's excited, I'm not man. making this up. No, he's excited. I just had my first coaching session with Adam Fangman today in the Seattle area. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it kind of does. <laughs> Did he get to rub Adam's back, his hairy back? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I have all three books and have read portions of each, but I just couldn't wait to get started. I'm grateful to have found him and your corporation. <laughs> Are we a corporation? Not that I know of. I think he's the only one in our area. I'm a 60-year-old female. She's excited. She's Not he. Excited. She. Yeah. This is great. It's fantastic. Thoughtfully and appreciatively. Chris. Chris, we're so happy that you're happy. Uh, what was the question? The original question? What is she? Saying? It's not really a question. What's the theme song? The theme song. Yes, the theme All right. song. All right. The theme song is just production music, right? Where'd you get that? It's uh, it's actually stock music that is available through YouTube. Now it took me. I mean, and we had to pay YouTube for the license. No, no, no. This, no uh, oh, actually, no, no. Hold on. Let me let me make sure I'm I'm right. Yeah, that's actually sh it's stock music. It's from a stock. Um, it's from a. Well, let me just say, there's two places I get music from. So it's either going to be from uh, from Premium Beat, which is a, a service that just mm -hmm. sells stock music, and uh, and YouTube's library. So YouTube has a bunch of royalty free music. So I don't remember if the Starting Strength Radio music was from YouTube or from uh, from Premium Beat. I think it's from YouTube actually. But it well, it's what two years ago. Two years ago, we, and we've I, been using this. I do remember it taking me like two hours to find the, the good one. I, and there well, was, if you remember, there was like two or three uh, that we were planning on using, and that right. was the one we decided on out of the three. Well, uh, it, what it boils down to. Chris is it's, it's not, not a an song. actual song right <laughs> it's not a song <laughs> it's not in, an in the sense song. that a song is a song with lyrics and it's yeah. two and a half minutes long and you play the whole thing all right it's this is it's just a a little piece we've of production people, music that yeah. happens to be pretty cool we've I had like we've had a bunch of people ask remember the no, uh, we've had a lot of people remember the uh the uh, the old ask rip music yeah that was fucking great i don't know where i found that but it was royalty free i think it may have actually come uh with adobe premiere so yeah. with the with the editing software uh, yep. But that was great. The horns. Yeah, I mean we've we've uh, you know, and Nick's the one that picks all the shit out, and he just knows what sounds good. So uh, that's the answer to that question. Uh, well, I mean, this is a this is a what a nice lady. Yeah, what a nice lady. Uh, we'll make up some shirts. Now we've got a bunch of shirts, Chris. There's a ton of shirts. Well, tons of shirts. I wear a different one on this podcast every week. So you get an idea of what we have available. And you go to our website, and you shop around in the store, and you'll see all of our shirts. We have shirts for sale here. We have some shirts that are for sale on Amazon. And, uh, uh, you know, we're just doing our best to make you happy and it's good to know that we have 
So that's it for every time you wear a shirt, it starts flying off the shelf, right? Debris? Flying off the shelf. Can't keep them in stock. Can't keep them in stock. That's a problem we've always had. Yeah. It's keeping shit in stock. <laughs> I sell the ones you wear too. No one knows that. This shirt that I'm wearing right now will go flying out the door. Oh, you should sign it. That'd be cool. So it just shows up with Rip's signature on it. Could be the, the person that buys it doesn't Hates your want, fucking guts. <laughs> he just likes the shirt. He likes the shirt. <laughs> he doesn't want my hair stuck to the inside of the damn thing. Sniff the armpits whenever you get a... Yeah. What size is that? An XL, 2XL? It's a 2X. All the 2Xs that you get. You order a 2XL, sniff the armpits. I'm going to have had it on. You probably. will know immediately <laughs> if Ripito was wearing it. <laughs> All right. Well, enough of this frivolity. Uh, those of you that are disappointed that we talk about politics and all this other shit. Listen to somebody I'm else. I'm sorry to disappoint you. <laughs> Listen to Joe Rogan. He doesn't talk about politics. Yes, he fucking does. Oh, he does? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What would you listen to? There's some pretty boring ass strength training podcasts out there. Boy, they're damn sure. We know are. a couple of them. Yeah, they're go listen to those. Sure go listen to those. Yeah, instead of us. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> but if you like what we do, then we'll see you next Friday, next Fly Day, here on Starting Strength Radio. <laughs>